everybody and welcome to the podcast. My name is Alex Davis and I'm going to be your host for the remainder of this episode. Today I'm sitting down behind the microphone to discuss alcohol consumption, how to overcome alcohol addiction, and how to stop drinking entirely. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you do then please smash the like button, share it with a friend or a family, sit back, relax, enjoy the show, let's grow. I don't know if you ever caught it, but I literally just started implementing Let's Grow instead of Let's Go because this is finally ready to grow and this is the the only show on the internet that's going to help you grow as a person. Jokes. Anyway, alcohol in its contents. Most people get exposed to alcohol around high school or college years, which I'm a college student, so that's when I was jumped into the world of alcohol. And I'm not going to sit here and, you know, be a martyr and, you know, try to save you all from the the plague that alcohol is. I do want to touch about it because this is a finally ready to grow podcast and personal growth is something that I love to do and always bettering self is a mission that I'm always on. And I'm not perfect. I absolutely am not. I remember in high school and middle school, this is where we're going to start the conversation off is a reflection of my personal actions is, you know, I was telling myself every day, I never drink alcohol. There was nothing that could get in the way of me in my my studies, me in the way of my academics. And once I started doing personal growth and building a business, there was nothing that could get in the way of that, except for a girl. There was one specific girl that entered my life in college, and for some reason, it was like a magical thing. Her influence over me just completely changed, and I succumbed to my actions. I became a college student, just like most people, and started doing you know gas station vodka shots and found out what it was like to be drunk and spend the next few weeks and months and years uh, indulging in that in that lifestyle. Now, I will be the first to admit that I enjoyed it for a bit and then I stopped enjoying it and now I'm at the point where I'm completely sober and I don't really want to do it ever again. Um, and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe my mindset will change, but the first thing is like perspective, right? Because in seasons of life, we go through our likes and dislikes. And if you approach life in, in this, the, the term of seasons, leaves fall, leaves grow, trees fall, trees grow, things take ebb and flow. So maybe today you're like, I love drinking and partying and that's your thing. As long as you're honest and open with yourself and you're being safe and you're not harming other people, I don't think there's a problem with it. You know, everything's good in moderation. So that's what I say. Just be careful. And if you enjoy it and you go out on the weekends with your friends, and you dedicate one or two days to just partying in, in, in a life of distraction and escape from reality, then that is okay because I accepted that was part of my lifestyle, you know, from the time of dropping out to now. And every weekend was just going to be constant rage or constant bang or constant bar. It was, it, it was the thing that I was doing. But, you know, the financial crisis in my life just started to add up, accumulate, and I started to realize the financial impact, the health impact, the, the life impact that I was having on myself and I decided to stop for the good. And I assume that you're watching this podcast because you're in a you know, pretty fairly similar situation. Maybe you, you started at a little earlier age than me um, and then maybe you're, you're doing things a little differently than me. But if you do want to stop in any way, then this podcast will help you out to the best of my ability. I cannot sit here and preach and tell you that I'm a perfect person because I honestly... I'm going to Florida in a few weeks. I'll probably have some shots of fireball and get uh, you know get lit, and and that'll just be it. But I will say that the, these tips have helped me, and understanding things is is also a huge important thing. So, why do people drink? I think that it comes down to social pressure, the desire to fit into a social crowd, and the desire to actually feel wanted and and be a part of something. It's the herd mentality where humans. And we are a, a culture of connection. We always desire intimacy with other people, not necessarily sexually. But if we can combine our likeness and, and, and go in on an activity together, then it will make the, the, the common good and the common goal 
lined in a perfectly incoherent way. And that's kind of the reason we all drink alcohol. You know, I was trying to sound smart there. It didn't really work. But but really, it's just because we want to be like other people. And FOMO is one of the biggest things in our life, which stops us from, you know, getting the growth that we need. And so we sit in our room working and then we get this fear of missing out because we know that our friends are partying. And this comes down to environment. I would drink on most weekends with friends because I would be in a city where it was just college students. And everywhere around me, I could hear college students walking up and down the street, laughing, giggling, joking. I was in dorm buildings with college students. And I realized that this is the life. And I'm being in this environment. I better be a part of the life. Otherwise, I'm missing out. Now I live in the middle of absolutely nowhere where there's just a bunch of old people and the population's left less than 100 during the wintertime. And it's a perfect place to go into monk mode. I've placed myself here strategically so that I can get work done, build businesses, and do a lot of inputs in a lot of fast time so that I'm not quote unquote distracted by the noise of life. Rarely a car drives by my house. Rarely I see a person. And the only thing I do on the day-to-day basis is sit in my room and work. And I'm fine with that and content with that, knowing that this is where I am in life and this is my season of life. Now, there are people that have dedicated themselves to the partying scene. And if you're trying to get out of that, which I assume that you are because you're watching this video, then the best thing you can do is either separate yourself from the environment, if that's possible, or separate yourself from the desire. Now, the desire attaches itself to FOMO because we gain desire based on the fact that other people also desire the same things. This is where trends come in, fads, where you like certain clothes because other people like clothes, and sometimes you don't even realize why the clothes are popular besides the fact that everyone likes them. And so if you realize this, then the best thing to do is separate yourself from the source entirely, realize that nothing fucking matters, that the person that is wearing those clothes is probably just some lame-ass person that's starting a trend, and no one's going to you know, clown you for not joining the trend and if they do then they're not worth spending time around anyways so understand first like let's paint the picture of what alcohol does to your body your bank account and also your mind and then the long-term residual effects of it obviously we know there's alcohol abuse you can become really abusive if you drink too much alcohol on the day-to-day basis now i assume that most college students aren't at this level they're just trying to have fun they're just trying to go out and have fun with the boys cracking cold ones shotgunning beers and and, and honestly Let's talk about the media effects, hangovers. I mean, hangovers will set you back an entire day. And if you don't, you don't think a day is a lot, imagine you go one, two, three, four days out of the week or three days out of the week partying, getting drunk. That's three days worth of hangovers where you're trying to get all discombobulated just for you to restart and start the next Thursday or Friday on the same schedule. And the, the reason this is a problem is because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, those are work days. If you're not getting work done, you're not being productive enough. And even if you don't care about doing the work, which you know you should be because like you're on this podcast listening to me and hopefully you're building something. But if you're not, then you should understand that those days of setback don't just accumulate physically to time you know, setbacks, but mind, mental, and emotional setbacks where you're getting depressed, you're getting sad, you're getting anxious, you're, you're having more worries, you know, this alcohol stays in your system for a little bit. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you feel depressed and, and, and there's seriously some residual effects to this. Now, also at the same time, financially, how much is a vodka crayon at a bar? Usually seven to $10. You start stacking one, two, three, four, five of these a night. That's looking at $35. Now, I assume that if you're a dude watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, you got some hot girl that you're trying to buy drinks for. 
multiply that by two and then times that by three because you've done that every single night. You're spending $300, $400 a weekend just on alcohol alone. Now, maybe that's a little high, but honestly, it's not surprising. Even if you don't go out three or four nights a week, you, you bump that down to one or two, like you're still busting out 100 bucks, 150 bucks on a weekend. You multiply that by four because there's four weeks in a, in, in a year. You're looking at $600 a month on alcohol. It's crazy the amount of money that you're just blowing in a bar spending alcohol, and you're like, well, I don't, I don't really do do that. I mean, I, I buy Tito's, and I, I drink Tito's and mix it with cranberry juice. Nonetheless, you are losing money on a substance that is killing your body because you want to be a part of a group that doesn't even care about you and doesn't even care about what it's doing and realizes that it has no consciousness in this group that loves partying and bar hopping and getting fucked up and degeneracy is a trend and, and the people that are actually sitting here grinding and working such as myself will later in life be rewarded because they're the people that actually are getting shit done during the weekends in the week. And ultimately those people that are partying and being degenerate, I'm sorry to use that word, will then later in life regret not spending those earlier years working and grinding towards a craft. Because at the end of the day, I believe that your career and your life and your work and your purpose and your passion come before everything else. And the reason that we succumb to alcohol and substances is simply because we want to feel loved and welcomed into a community. There's FOMO attached to it. This desire is attached to it. And candidly, honestly, it's just crap. Because if you're trying to escape reality, which is, you know, something you're unhappy with, escape is you're trying to get out of a bad situation. It means that your reality isn't good enough for you to be in it in the first place. And the reason that it's not good enough for you to be in it in the first place is because you've done nothing to actually create an environment that you're happy with. What if instead you built the body you wanted during the week, you built the business you wanted during the week, now you use the weekends to go deeper into that reality rather than escaping it with alcohol because you think that that is going to be the thing. Now, if you're a guy out there listening to this podcast, then maybe you're one of the dudes that you know uses the weekend to hook up with girls because you're single and you think that going to a bar is going to get you laid. The chances of that happening, my friend, are probably slim to none. You, I bet your ass you know this. Unless, of course, you're a player and you pull everybody like Noah Dannenhauer on my podcast. But, dude, you obviously go out and you get these hopes and expectations. Oh, this is going to be the night. This is going to be the night. Me and this girl are going to hit it off and, you know, maybe you get lucky. But the word lucky is the word lucky. And the, the word lucky, you know, the reason the lottery works is because so many people invest in the idea and love the desired outcome. But people are willing to blow their entire bank account and lifestyle on the possibility the possibility of success, the possibility of you getting laid at a bar from a girl is very low. Let me tell you why. Because girls don't want to go home with creepy random dudes. And the fact that your intentions are, I want to fuck a random girl. Oh, well, that's creepy. And that's weird. And the fact that you go up to a random girl, who knows if you have STDs? She doesn't know who you are. Even if you talk the entire night, she's probably going to still walk away with her friends. She's probably going to go, you know, leave you. She might give you your Snapchat. She's probably never going to text you. Honestly, it's, 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 it's a no-go. Why don't you go become the man of value that will attract the girl of your dreams so that you don't have to sit here and try to hoe around in a bar or a club? Because honestly, from experience, I've been there. I've done that. I, I've gone through it. And I've had success. But even when I have success, it's not something that I'm like, so proud of the next morning. Like, candidly, I've kissed multiple girls at bars, multiple girls at clubs. I don't care about it. 
I go home and I feel like shit the next day. Why? Because I haven't done enough work. I haven't built the business that I want. I feel behind. Maybe it's just my personality type and maybe you're not like that, but I'm serious, guys. Like You have to get serious about life. You have to level up. There has to be a moment in, in life where the dialogue changes and it goes from, oh my God, every weekend I'm going to fuck this girl and do this thing and go this way and you're going to start burning relationships in your life, burning bridges. You're going to burn yourself out. And all of a sudden you're going to be so depressed and upset. And the fact that you can't have recent, recent, reasonable expectations for anything will cause you to be upset with yourself every single time that you don't get what you want. It's just going to keep deepening and deepening the internal dialogue that you're not enough, but you have an you have a way out. Be able to create the life that you want. And if a girl's watching this podcast and you're obviously going to a bar to hang out with friends, dance, and, you know, quote unquote, get guys to flirt with you because you want validation, then the same thing could go true to you. Why not just build up something so that your own self can validate who you are and you can build confidence within yourself, internal confidence, internal validation, rather than relying on external validation from random dudes at bars who just want to have sex with you. Like, I'm sure you're a beautiful person. I'm sure you have a beautiful soul. And I'm sure that I would love to talk to you in person. But honestly, what I would really love is to see somebody hustling their ass off. Somebody that is making something of themselves. Who's who's deep in the gym. Who's, you know, grinding it out. Reading books. Doing, like, you know, going on walks. You know, even if you don't do any of that stuff. Like, I mean, going to the gym is kind of a, a staple. But, I mean, whatever you want. Whatever your passion is. As long as you're pursuing it. It doesn't need to be a business. It could be starting a clothing brand, which I guess is a business. It could literally just be walking dogs for fun or, you know, volunteering, whatever, whatever your thing that lights you up, just invest your time in that rather than trying to escape the reality you have. I mean, honestly, guys, you don't have to listen to anything that I'm saying. This is just my opinion. I could be, definitely be wrong. I'm not, I have not been on this planet for a long time. I'm still a flawed human. I'm still going to go out and party and, and get drunk every now and then. I'm just saying that in this season of my life, I'm sober like fully sober. I'm, I'm doing that for at least 90 days. I want to make sure that I have a solid grip on my business before I ever touch alcohol again. After that point, I have no idea what happens next. If I go move to Miami, the story might be changing, but I definitely want to decrease the volume of activity in which involves putting alcohol into my system. And then we haven't even talked about the physical effects, but I'm sure you're already aware of the, the liver failure and the you know abusive relationship and the, and, and, and the way that alcohol can kill you. Quite literally, it kills people. It is a poison. It is a toxin, and you should not be consuming it. But we do consume it because we're stupid and we want to have fun, and that's life. And I can't, con- you know, condemn that behavior because I've been there and I've done that. So I don't want to sound like a martyr. I don't want to sound like your little daddy who's telling you to do this or do that because otherwise you're gonna fail at life. I know that's coming off across like that. It's just these are the lessons that I've learned from alcohol, and these are the things that I'm trying to take away from it. I'm not a woke, some woke person on the internet just preaching, but I do know that if you want to stop, the best thing you should do is stop. Now, here's the last portion that a thing of the things that I want to talk about on this podcast for today is how do you stop? You got the intention, you want to know, and you see you see the the, the downside. What do you do to stop? You stop. Just candidly. You don't pick up any more alcohol. You don't pick any up any more you know, substances. You don't. When your friends say they want to go out and party on the weekend, you tell them no. That might be the hardest part is telling them no, because they will give you every reason under the sun why. Oh my God, it's the last weekend of school. It's finals week. I'm never gonna see you again. You're gonna move away, and or whatever whatever the reasoning is, they're gonna give you reasons for you to go. And then from you saying no, even if you say no a million times, and they finally cave, they will stop inviting you out. 
which will begin to become an effect on your mental and emotional state, saying you're not enough, you're not doing the right things. But I promise if you go overcome this as well, if you overcome both of these barriers and you're content with being alone and you're content with building your own thing and you're content with surrounding yourself with people that actually are trying to do the same thing, you will find yourself in a highly different place than, than you were previously in life. Uh, because that is currently what I'm experiencing as well. So it's a wonderful feeling if you get there and you need to invest in yourself to get yourself there. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Finally Ready to Grow. I love you all with my entire heart and soul. And I hope to see you all in the next episode. Peace out.